Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even if you use all the great tools I've taught you in the last 200 plus episodes during an argument, you might still have trouble reconnecting after an argument. When our feelings have been hurt, it can be hard to come back to feeling normal with this person again. Our rational minds tell us that it's time to reconnect, but we just can't seem to find the motivation or tools to make it happen. Today, I'm sharing the one thing you need to do to reconnect and my best tools to make that happen. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Well, hi there. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Abby Metcalf. You know that by now, but you can just call me Abby, you know. Sometimes people say Dr. Abby. It's so funny. I'm like, just Abby. Abby's good. Um, I'm really glad you're here. I am feeling very excited to talk to you today because I started something last week. If you listened, if you haven't yet, these do stand alone, but I would encourage you strongly to go back um, where I talked about, you know, how to sort of resolve an argument that you didn't resolve because that happens a lot. We keep having the same argument over and over because we haven't resolved it actually. So I talk about how to do that. Today is a little different, and I do want to say today's episode was inspired by someone who wrote in, 
And she asked this, and I'm going to read you directly what she asked. She said, what advice do you have <clears throat> for after a fight or argument, like for after a fight or argument, like the next morning when it's full of tension and awkwardness, although the fight may be over, that lingering pit is not. She, and then she said, I guess I'm asking about fight hangovers, LOL. I love it. Is there, is there a best way to approach this? Great question. Excellent question. Love it. Glad you wrote in. Uh, <laughs> I love a fight hangover because we've all been there, right? Everyone's been there. There's nobody listening who hasn't. You had that big fight with your partner and you say everything is fine as you go out to dinner, but you, you can't seem to put that emotional wall down right? You've been there. You're back at work. You've had some blowout and reconciliation with your boss or a coworker, but you can cut the tension with a knife, right? Or maybe it's something like, you know, you and your dad, you, you both apologized for that big argument last week, but it still feels awkward between the two of you at lunch, you know, today, a week later. So what do you do when you've gotten through the argument but you're still dealing with the fight hangover. I love that. I'm coining that. I'm sure it comes from somewhere. This was a brilliant person who wrote in. Okay. So what do you do? So get ready. That's where we're going. So the answer is to focus on getting yourself into a good feeling place before you try to reconnect with the other person. That, that's, the, that's the big mistake I see people make, right? The day after an argument, they try to reconnect with the other person from a fear-based place. And real connection can only happen from a love-based place. So let, let me explain this. So think about how you feel after an argument. Even if you believe things were resolved, mostly resolved, you know, and if you don't think, think things got resolved, you need to check out last week's episode again. But, but even if you think they're resolved, you're still likely feeling exhausted, sad, overwhelmed, worried, disconnected, anxious, right? And forget it if you didn't feel like there was a good resolution. Then you're also probably feeling frustrated and resentful and depressed and hopeless or helpless. And yeah, it goes on. It's terrible. So, or I don't know, maybe you're even feeling just unsafe, you know, a little just shaky. I think a lot of people just feel kind of shaky and unsafe. So when you're experiencing, think of those emotions I just named. Do you think they're on the love side of your brain or the fear side of your brain? It doesn't take right Freud to figure that out. When you're experiencing these kinds of emotions, it doesn't matter what words you use with the other, per you know, because you can say all the right things. You can come down and go, good morning, hi, uh, whatever, right? Or get to work and just act like quote unquote normal with your coworker or whoever you got to fight with. But you're feeling all those other feelings. So the other person, let's just say your partner for sake of not giving 50 examples at once, let's say you and your partner had this argument, you come down in the morning and uh, you're, or you, you know, got up really early to avoid them, <laughs> left the house and you're back with your coffee or however you did it, you're seeing them and it doesn't matter what words come out of your mouth the other person is going to pick up on your doubt, your anxiety, your shakiness, your upset, right? I, I will not stop talking about this because I'm going to mention it again. The, the Timothy Wilson's work where 
Our conscious brains process information at a rate of 50 bits per second, while your unconscious is processing information at a rate of 11 million bits per second. That means that your partner in that moment is picking up on your anxiety. It doesn't matter what word, what beautiful I love you words are coming out of your mouth. So you are, it's not congruent. And the other person picks up on that. And that's where all the awkwardness and weirdness comes from. The goal is to get yourself into a better feeling state where you're experiencing truly more calm, more equanimity. Uh, you know, once you're there, the anxiety and those other unwanted feelings will definitely fall away as you, you're going to be able to move towards the other person truly with an open heart, with that vulnerability, with that love, with that connection. It's so different. So, so I guess you're probably agreeing with me right now. You're like, okay, Abby, that all makes sense. We've been listening for a while. We get the fear-based side of our brain, the love-based side. We get that we have to be in the love-based side to connect. I'm believing you about the, you know, 50 million bits versus the, you know, the 50 bits versus the 11 million bits. So I understand that whatever energy I'm putting out is what my partner is picking up or the other person's picking up and they're going to react to that. So how do I get that energy? How do I make that happen? How do I get myself into a loving, healthy state? <clears throat> so, well, good luck. That's what I'm going to say. And uh, I'll talk to you next episode. No. So wait, I have to pick some, there's a spider web on my thing. Okay. I feel better. <laughs> there's a spider web on my computer and it was making me crazy because we all know what was I thinking? Where's the spider? That's right. So if you hear me scream in the middle, because you know, we don't edit anything on this, um, you'll know why. Okay, so you're ready to get in that, in that what, how did I say that, that healthy loving state, but you don't know why. So you know I'm not gonna drop you here. You know I'm gonna tell you how. You know who brings the love, who, who loves you? Say it out loud, who loves you? Abby does, Abby loves me, that's right. So you're gonna make it happen by using one or more of these tools. I have about five tools I'm gonna go over with you. Some of them are super short and some of them are a little longer, but I'm gonna give you five different things you can do to get yourself into that space. Personally, I do a combination of these when I need to get into a better space and I'm having a hard time, you know, I'm not in a good space. I'm trying to get in a good space. So, uh, let, I want to give you a few options so that you can, um, have lots of choices because who loves you? Abby does. That's right. That's right. All right. Tool number one, you're not going to be surprised. <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you're thinking, is it going to be mindfulness or meditation? It's going to be meditation. <laughs> so tool number one is de definitely meditation. I've already explained in depth how just 15 minutes of meditation a day will change your life. Okay. So you I want you doing it anyway. So I'm just going to say here that it's the very best thing you can do to work on finding that inner stillness and peace, which is how you find that congruency or that alignment. That's where that comes from. Meditation will help calm your nervous system and help you regulate your emotions. That's how this works. It helps to unhook whatever might've been triggered in the argument and bring you back to remembering that, you know, that you're safe, that you're okay. And it's from that place that you find connection. Connection is like a done deal once you're there. So I will just say with love, I have a free meditation starter kit. You can try on the website, on my shop page, 
or you can check out my program for how to meditate, learning how to meditate for 15 minutes in just 15 days. I take you through exactly what I do and what I teach my clients. Uh, you know, it's like 11 bucks. I think you can do it if you want to do that or do the free option or who loves you, Abby does, or <laughs> I have a free loving kindness meditation that's on YouTube. You can, you can search on YouTube, Abby Metcalf, loving kindness, it'll pop up or I will link to it. Where will I link to it? On the website, on the show, show notes page, uh, right? Just go to relationship tips and tools or go to the podcast page. Either page will take you to the, and look up this one, this particular episode, and uh, you'll find all the things I'm going to talk about, all the links to all the other shows, all the things are there waiting for you because who loves you? I do. You know how much it takes work? I want you to know, and I do it to put all this together, to make sure you have all the pieces that you need because I am so invested in you getting this. I am so invested in you learning how to change your life. And if you follow, people pay me lots of money per hour to have me tell them a lot of the same things. You are getting this right now for free. That's the love. And it works. Just don't think because it's free, it doesn't work because that, that ain't true. Uh, so here we are. Come do it. Come to the website. Get the stuff. Listen to the loving kindness meditation. Do any of those things. All that will help you cultivate a love for yourself and the other person. So try one, try all, I don't care, but get to meditating. <laughs> okay. Tool number two, prayer. If praying is something you like to do, so that's why I'm giving you multiple tools. If you don't believe in God or you don't pray, I love you. It's all good. But I'm, you know, I, I pray all the time. So I'm, I'm throwing it out there for anyone. And I'm a science nerd, as we know, and I pray. So I think if you really understand science, you'd be praying too. Um, if praying is something you like to do, then do it. There's no better time than now. Ask God, Allah, the universe, source, what a head of lettuce. I don't care what you believe in, but ask to help you reconnect to yourself in this moment. Ask help for help in moving past your fear and ego so you can reach out with love and an open heart. Ask for help to feel safe. Pray. Pray about it. Pray about it. Just don't pray that your partner changes or your boss changes or whatever. You want to pray for yourself to have the strength, to courage, the openness, the vulnerability, the love, whatever. But praying is a fabulous thing. Okay. Tool number three is move your ass. <laughs> Movement is a great way to change your headspace. I can tell you that right now. So you can go for a walk in nature. You can run on a treadmill. You can dance alone in your bedroom to a happy song at full blast. You can go to a yoga class. I don't care. You can run up and down the stairs. You can, I have a jump rope here in my office. I go outside and I jump rope sometimes, but any movement will help you get out of your head and help your body burn up those stress hormones that are just, they're just flying around, <laughs> making your life miserable. They're everywhere after an argument and even the next day. So movement will help. And I really believe that, um, hey, and if you can dance with your partner, I got to tell you, that would be amazing. Talk about getting the both of you into a different state, the both of you into different energy so that you can reconnect. Um, yeah. Yeah, I say do that. Shake your ass, 
in the kitchen somewhere, <laughs> do it together. I know if, if I walked into a room and I start dancing, Gary just starts dancing. He'll, he'll just start doing whatever I'm doing. <laughs> and I do the same thing with him. So that might work with your partner too. If you just walk in and start doing something, they might just jump up and do it. Even, you know, they might even be looking for an opportunity after the fight or after the argument to reconnect in some silly, fun way that, and you're putting yourself out there first, you know, you're being vulnerable first. So uh, give it a try. See, see, see what happens when you do it. Okay. Tool number four, I, I got a little more for you here. We're going to go a little deeper now. Tool number four is appreciate and calibrate. So this one, uh, yeah, this is big. So, so appreciation is a great way to activate that love-based side of your brain while turning down the volume on any fear you're having. So, and there are a few easy ways to do this. I'm going to give you a few. <clears throat> First, you can simply write out a list of all the things you appreciate in your life. Doesn't need to be about the person you argued with. It's not, you don't have to write about all the things you appreciate about your boss or whoever you fought with or your mom. Just write about things you appreciate. The goal is not to fix your relationship with that person. Your goal is just to feel good. I want to say this again. I'm going to say this again because I really need you to listen. The goal of all of this, everything I'm giving you, isn't for you to talk yourself into loving this other person. The goal is to just feel good. And when you do, again, that thinking side of your brain opens up the, and the compassion and the love, all that is right there. And it sort of naturally extends when you see the other person. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to raise your vibration and get into this good state because people have pretty much no choice but to come join you there. That 11 million bits, it is powerful, my friend. It is strong. May the force be with you because that 11 million bits is what it's all about. And that's what you're activating in the other person and in yourself. So it's a beautiful thing. So you, again, write out a list of all the things you appreciate in your life. doesn't have to have anything to do with that person. Uh, you, you just want to get into an active state of appreciation. That's the key to changing your attitude and your brain chemistry. So the set i want to, how do i want to say it? okay so the second thing you can do so just because that's what you're trying to do is you can sit quietly let's say with your eyes closed and you can think of a situation where you feel deep appreciation okay so you just do that you just sit down you don't have to do anything special you don't have to sit in yoga pose or something just sit down and shut up and close your eyes <laughs> and I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. 
take yourself to something that you can remember well. So it could be the first time your kid, you know, said mama or daddy, or the first time your partner said, I love you. It could be uh, remembering a time you got an award or buying that cool new car you love driving, you know, getting in it for the first time. It doesn't matter how big or small the thing is. So you just want to close your eyes and put yourself into what we call state. And that means state is that you're actively picturing yourself in the situation. And here's the key, engaging all of your senses. So you want to play it like a movie in your head with all the sounds, sights, feelings, you know, you had when it happened. And sorry, I want to blow my nose right here in the middle of the podcast. I like that. I'm doing it. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching me blow my nose. I'm not paying for this to get edited just so you don't have to watch me blow my nose. You, I think you can handle it. We're all grownups here, right? Okay. We just have to hope there's nothing, no boogers hanging out of my nose because I, I make my picture small when I'm doing this. So I don't have to look at myself. Um, so someone tell me later. Okay. So <laughs> you want to play this like a movie in your head. And here, here I've used this example before. So if you've been listening long enough, you've heard it. But if it's new, it's new. I When I'm doing this, I have a fav- I have a couple favorite memories. One of them is of my daughter McCartney. I know I gave her the coolest name ever. Thank you. When she was a little baby, a little toddler, I should say, um, she used to like to put her uh, little fingers on my face, and she used to like when we touched foreheads. And we were both supposed to close our eyes and you know talk to each other that way. And it was just the sweetest little time. And so what I do is I but she would always peek at me and I could kind of feel her. I could literally feel it. I could feel her eyelashes move. She has really long eyelashes and I could kind of, so I picture that, right? I feel her little chubby fingers on my cheeks and I can, I feel her, like I can smell her soft baby breath. That's when their breath smelled so good still. And I can, um, feel like the flutter of her eyelashes. It feels, and she would say, you know, I love you mama, you know, and she would just, we would just have this beautiful moment. It was incredible. It's, Look, I can just cry talking about it. It was so great. Now she's a teenage girl. It's so different. Anyway, I'm lucky she's still pretty loving, but she ain't like that. So, <laughs> but that's like a great one for me. And I just play that in my head for a moment. Right now I feel happy. Right now I'm excited. It's so great. Or I, I definitely, I'll play in my mind Gary's and my first kiss. I remember that really, really well. It was hot. Oh, he was so sexy. Oh my God. He is so sexy. My man's hot. Um, I remember it. I remember it so well. I remember where we were standing outside this restaurant and, oh, and the way he grabbed me and mm, it was like so hot. It was so good. (laughs) I need to fan myself now. Um, (laughs) That's a happy memory. That is absolutely raising my vibration enough that I have to fan myself. So that's a good thing. That means you're getting yourself into state. You look at that. And so if you were just depressed or angry or anxious or sad, you ain't feeling that anymore. Now you, maybe you're feeling horny or excited or happy or nostalgic, but you're feeling something higher on the scale. And that's a beautiful thing. Remember not to tell Gary, I talked about him on the podcast because he's so shy. He would hate that. So, okay. So no one tell him. Okay. I'm glad it's our, just our, it's just our secret in 170 countries around the world. Okay. Or 173 now, I think. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So, all right. 
the third thing you can do to, again, to get into appreciation and calibration is you can actively calibrate your energy to a higher vibration. Now, I, I will link to a podcast I did on this um, in the show notes, but in a short form, you know, our bodies are comprised of matter, right, or mass and, and energy. And the first law of thermodynamics, what does it say? It says that energy can be, can't be destroyed, can't be created or destroyed. It can be changed from one form to another, but it can't be created or destroyed, right? So, you know, water can become, a, you know, a steam, right? It can become a solid, you know, you can do different things with it, but it's, it's still that energy, that mass, that, that's there to stay. And when we're talking about the energy, you know, what I'm talking about here is, is that in your body are your electrical signals and your impulses and your, all the chemical reactions and, and get at any given time, get this, at any given time, you're putting out about 20 watts of energy, which is enough to power a light bulb. Okay. So you got energy. It's all here. Now. The universe itself is a closed system, but, but ecosystems like your body are open systems. And because we're open systems, we're always exchanging energy with our environment. So that means you can gain energy or lose it by how you're interacting with yourself and your environment. I know. And it's science, people. Crazy, right? So what happens in your day is that you start to calibrate, that's what I mean by calibration, to other people and situations. And the goal is for you to be the, what I call the, the, the dominant positive vibration in the room. So instead of calibrating to other people, which is fear-based, right? You know, that's all your people-pleasing, your codependency, low self-esteem, no self-confidence, being self-conscious. That's all calibrating to what other people think or whatever you instead of other calibrate other people calibrate to the positive state that's within you i know it's amazing <laughs> and when you've calibrated yourself to a higher vibration like compassion patience kindness or love and then walk up to your partner or your boss or your mom they're absolutely going to pick up on your energy and you'll have an easier time connecting and bringing them to where you are emotionally because of those 11 million bits Yes. See how it all comes together? Isn't it beautiful? And it's all real and it's all science. So it's not airy fairy bullshit. It's not like, Ooh, feel it and it's there. None of that. It It's real. So this idea where we're always calibrating to others, which is what's so common, you know, well, I was in a good mood, but then I went and saw my dad and he was in a bad mood. And so I was in a bad mood is such crap. First of all, you're acting like a victim. No, thank you. You know, I don't, you know, I don't play that. Second of all, why doesn't your dad's bad mood calibrate to your good mood? You need to be so strong that you're more dominant. The difference there is that you're letting your dad be dominant. So cut that shit out. It's not helping you. It's not helping your dad. So raising your vibration, doing calibrating to a higher level will help you. And once again, not only did I do a whole episode on this, but if you go on YouTube <laughs> and you put in Abby Metcalf calibration, you'll get a free little YouTube video there. You don't even have to put in your email. You don't even have to go on my email list. Little free calibration exercise right there to help you raise your calibration. Come on. Who loves you? Abby does. Say it out loud. Who loves you? Yeah, there you go. You better be saying it out loud. You better. I, I want to hear it. I want to feel my office vibrate and not know why next week. Okay. <laughs> Whenever, a few weeks when this comes out. Okay. 
So all of that, you can do it, right? All of these you can do it. I'm just gonna give you another one, okay? So the fourth thing is something, and I did, all, again, a whole episode about this, so I'm not gonna go deep because I'll link to it in the show notes, but uh, about a tool I love that I use a lot called the Next Best Feeling Thought, and you should absolutely check it out, but it's basically, it's like a written exercise that helps you move from feeling bad about something to feeling much better about it. It's an effective way to move like kind of up the emotional ladder so you can feel better in a moment. So for me, when I'm doing the next best feeling thought exercise, I really do get out a piece of paper and I write it out. Basically, I start with my a feeling goal. Like, where do I want to feel? I want to feel connection. I want to feel love. I want to feel, it's usually connection, um, at ease. I want to feel easy. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel excited, enthusiastic, whatever, whatever your thing is, right? So I start with my feeling goal, and then I write down my next best feeling thought that I can believe. And then I write the next and the next and the next And as I move up that emotional ladder. The, the key to the next best feeling thought, and again, I go into way huge, wonderful detail. I did a whole episode just, just devoted to this, and you can find it here. I'll link to it in the show notes. The key is to start as general in your thoughts as you need. And then you can gradually become more specific. So, you know, you can't get from shitty to giddy. So, you know, you can't get from, oh, my partner's a jerk to, oh, or I'm feeling so shaky and disconnected to, oh, I feel wonderful and excellent and the world is full of rainbows. Like it's not going to happen. So you, you do this by taking kind of one small step up the ladder at a time. And remember, again, you're not just trying to feel better about your partner. You're just trying to feel better. So go, you can... Go really big with the next best feeling thought, right? So maybe my goal is to feel um, connection and uh, enthusiasm and peace. So I might say, so what can I believe in that moment when I'm feeling a little shaky? Well, I like knowing, I'll write down, uh, I like knowing that everything is figure outable. <clears throat> Everything's figure outable. Uh, I've always been able to count on myself to find solutions. I've come a long way in my life and there's so many things to be proud of that I can think of and list right now and I might list them. I like knowing I'm responsible for my life. I'm remembering that I've co-created all my relationships and I co-created this relationship with my partner. Uh, because I've co-created this relationship with my partner to where it is now, that means I can co-create this relationship to where I want it to be by focusing on my next right action, something like that. You, you can do this all day. You can just keep going. And again, I give lots of examples and lots of way to do it. So um, come over to the website and you can find it in the show notes, all the little links to all the little beauties so you can get good at, really great at this stuff. And the fifth tool I'm just gonna give you in this little area <clears throat> of appreciation and calibration is, uh, Oh no, I'm gonna give you tool number five. This is tool number five, I'm sorry. This doesn't have to be appreciation calibration. This is a separate one. This is my last tool. And that is um, to try rational motive therapy, okay? And this is an old favorite of mine. Once again, it's such an amazing tool that I did an entire episode just dedicated to it, but I will tell you now. So rational motive therapy, um, was created by a uh, psychologist, Albert Ellis, uh, by Albert Ellis. Was he an MD? Now I'm forgetting. Don't come for me. Why am I forgetting? I love Albert Ellis. I can't remember right this minute. Pretty sure he's a PhD, not an MD. 
Uh, but he was definitely considered by many to be the grandfather of cognitive behavioral therapies. And he founded Rational Emotive Therapy, or what we call RET, in 1955. And at the time, his theory was revolutionary because it's centered around the idea that individuals tend to think that what other people do causes their feelings, but it's not what other people do that causes your feelings. What really makes you angry, sad, or glad is thinking angrily, sadly, or gladly about things that happen to us that other people do or don't do or whatever's happening. So in other words, what we think or tell ourselves about an event makes us feel something, not the event itself, right? It's not the event that makes you feel something. It's what you think about it. So you feel the way you think. That's how you end up feeling. And it RET helps you identify any of the self-defilling thoughts you have and challenge them. And the, the example I always give, by the way, is something like sitting in traffic, you know, growing up in New York City, I, you know, traffic is, I don't mind traffic, it's fine. You know, Gary, uh, it drives him crazy when there's a lot of cars on the road. It, it's your thoughts about traffic that, so I'm very calm in traffic. I don't get upset. I don't anything. It's because I don't believe traffic is a problem or I don't believe having a lot of cars on the road is anything different than what I expect. Whereas Gary, my wonderful Gary thinks very differently about it. So he gets more upset. So, you know, it's the same traffic. We're in the same car for God's sakes, most of the time. And one of us is upset and one of us is not. And so it's not about the traffic. It's about our thoughts about the traffic. And that's really what this is about. And RET helps you, again, identify those thoughts that aren't working for you and helps you challenge them so you can change them. So you can replace those thoughts and beliefs with newer, healthier ones. And so you're, you're kind of moving your feelings from something destructive or negative to something more positive, productive, you know, in a better emotional state. So, and again, once you're in a healthier emotional state, reconnecting with anyone else after an argument becomes so much easier, right? So much easier. So once you've gotten yourself into that good state of being where you're feeling compassion and kindness towards the other person, I recommend then reaching out to the other person first. Don't wait on them to come to you. Seek them out and speak to what's happening in the here and now, right? I, that's what I want you to do. So you've done all these little tools or one of them or all of them. You've gotten yourself into this better feeling state. You know, now what? Go to the person. If it's someone at work, you might approach them. Uh, right away and say, you know, I, hey, I don't want to feel uncomfortable with you. I've spent some time getting clear with myself and I want you to know that I, um, that I respect our relationship and I appreciate our working relationship so much and I'm excited for us to communicate easier, you know, moving forward. You know, that's a great way to reconnect. Um, if it's your partner, you might say, good morning. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm starting today fresh and just made a list of all the things I appreciate about you. I love you. I'm looking forward to us getting better and better at communicating. Um, I'm so grateful for you right now. Something like that. Whoever it is, don't wait. Reach out and let them know that you love them, appreciate them, or whatever is real for you, right? Set an intention. You could do that out loud for how you'd like to be with them moving forward. As you show them that you're looking forward to your relationship growing, they're going to feel your sincerity and act in kind. Again, because of those wonderful 11 million bits, they're going to pick up on all this. People are disarmed when we come to them in such a loving, vulnerable, open way. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
And I'm also realizing I will have, when I mentioned the RET tool, and again, you can link, I link to it, I'm linked to where you can listen all about it. But I, there is a tool you can use that I wrote out to do rational motive therapy with whatever thought you're trying to change. And so I will link to that right directly on the show notes page for you. So you can download it right away without having to go, you know, search, you know, go to that link and then go download it and all that. I will just have, you know, go to the episode where I talked about it, where you can also download it, but this gives you one less step to get to it. So you're getting a lot of tools today, right? Lots of free, wonderful tools to use to get yourself into this place. Because what? Because I love you. Because who loves you? Abby does. So (laughs) that will be there too. I just thought of that. We'll make that happen. Okay. That is today's uh, broadcast. And um, hopefully between last week and this week, you feel really, really great and confident and motivated to really not see arguments in the same way anymore, to have hope and optimism when it comes to shifting your feelings and emotions when you've been arguing with your partner or again, a friend or your dad or whoever. So, because that's my goal. And I want to give you hope because I know it's there. I know you can change things. It doesn't matter how long they haven't been as you like they can absolutely change so quickly with just a little consistency and the right tools. Okay, that is it for this week. I love you. You know I love you. Don't make me keep saying it. I don't mind saying it. I love saying it. So I adore you. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. I really want you to download and listen to your things here and really get yourself expert at this. And I will talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.